Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters and Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary, where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. Kelly is the executive director, president, and co-founder of Building Arizona Families Adoption Agency in Phoenix, Arizona, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and the You Before Me campaign. She has a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. She was adopted when she was three days old. She was born to a teen birth mother, raised in a closed adoption, and reunited with her birth mother in 2007. Our goal with the Birth Mother Matters and Adoption podcast is to spread awareness and education about the beautiful choice that is adoption. Now that we have entered into November, we can start to celebrate the fact that November is National Adoption Month. And I know we talk about this every year. National Adoption Day is actually not until November 21st, but we do as a country really focus and try to use this month as a way to promote adoption awareness. And I think it's really incredible for the state of Arizona, Governor Ducey did proclaim, again, it's on his website, that November 2022 is officially Adoption Awareness Month for the state of Arizona, which is something that I I thought was already established, but you had said when we were talking before this that maybe it's just something that is redone just to... Just kind of ceremonial. Like Like every year they say, okay, let's let's celebrate it. Let's do a proclamation. Yeah. Right. Like, like, like I said, like with, with New York and, and the New Year's Eve and when the ball drops and then, you know, we all know that the ball is going to drop. It's just tradition. So maybe this is as well. One of the things that he states in the proclamation that I found really endearing is he states, whereas adopting a child is a great joy and brings upon us an opportunity for collaboration between the adoptive families and the communities who support them. I really liked that. That really resonated with me. Mm -hmm. The reason uh, in the adoption community that I think it's so valuable to have a whole month dedicated to adoption awareness is because adoption is becoming more and more common. Education and research around adoption has increased. The normalization of it continues to grow. And I think that when we have a whole month that we can dedicate to it, it does bring some kind of celebration to adoptees, adoptive families. And it's my hope that it also does for birth parents because they're a significant part of the process. And if you have adopted in the past or you're part of the triad, you're an adoptive parent or an adoptee or a birth parent, this is a really good time of year to talk about that to celebrate yourself, to really look at the significant role you played in 
promoting positive generational changes. And I think that that's incredible. In addition, I've noticed that our society, we've, we've changed a lot of titles of a lot of holidays. Well, give me an example. We, Indigenous Day. Oh, okay. So like Columbus Day, they've yeah. changed. and Okay, yeah, yeah. And so I'm hoping that they keep this one. You know what I mean? That we that we get to keep National Adoption Month. That that's a big, this, this isn't a Hallmark holiday. You know, this is, and I love holidays mm-hmm. and I love Hallmark, but this is something that is so significant and so special to so many people. What is happening across the United States is, in the United States, there are 400,000 children living without permanent homes. Now, we're not talking about babies at the moment. These are obviously children in the foster care system. Of those 400,000 children, more than 100,000 children are eligible for adoption. Each year, 23,000 of them will age out of the foster care system without finding a permanent home. That is so tragic. And where this is so important, especially in this podcast, is I have birth mothers that come into our office that are pregnant that are one of these 23,000 that have aged out of the foster care system. And their stories are just unbelievable in terms of what they have endured in their lifetime. I I can think of a birth mother where she had um, turned 18 and her case manager took her to one of the designated shelters because when you age out of the system and you're in the foster care system and there's nobody that's going to fund you, they take you, they give you, uh, I think a very nominal amount of money and they drop you off at a homeless shelter and you begin your new life. Unfortunately, without a stable family who is making sure that you know how to pay your bills on time and how to budget, how to uh, make a dinner using, you know, when you grocery shop using coupons and, and, and basically planning out your life, they don't have some of these, these skills. They don't have that love and support of a family behind them. And so when they get pregnant, which some of them have got that I've talked with within a matter of months of being dropped off at the shelter. Mm-hmm. They usually they, the birth father's also at the shelter and it's so selfless to me that having endured everything as much as they want a genetic connection to somebody else, they do not want their child growing up in the same system that they did. And so they are choosing adoption to prevent that from happening. And I'm sure that it's a lot of it is just them saying, I wish I had had this opportunity that I'm giving to my child and I had yes. grown up in a, in a family. They want someone to love them. Mm-hmm. A lot of the children that have aged out have yet to experience really what unconditional love is. And this is 2022. Like we as a, a country need to, to step up, there's there's a hundred thousand children that are eligible for adoption, and twenty three thousand of those children are aging out. Mm-hmm. That seems just those numbers are staggering. So people will say, "Well, I I'm not in a place to adopt. Like I've raised my kids. I don't, you know, I don't want to start all over." And there are things you can do. You know, you can 
if you attend a church, you can talk about, you know, do some outreach at church. You can hook up with an organization that works with foster care and families. And our agency actually has a program called Forever Families. It's our interstate program. And we help families adopt out of other states' foster care systems. And they and the children come to Arizona and are adopted. And it's the same as if you gave birth to the child regarding the birth certificate. When the adoption's finalized, there's a birth certificate you know, with your name on it, with a child's name on it. And it's so incredible. And I definitely want to have the program manager on this month who is in charge of that program because I'm hoping that she can talk about some of the amazing stories of the families that have been built through that program. Mm -hmm. And for those families that have the heart and the ability to adopt, especially a child that has been in a system, maybe for a long time, there are services that can help bond the family. There are services that can provide support. There are all kinds of resources that you can tap into. So I think that it is a really important celebration to have because again, it's not just about adopting a newborn. It's about adopting a person, whether they're born or 16. Um, sometimes it's easy to get so caught up in your own life that you forget what's coexisting around you and, you know, what's happening when the birth mother and birth father, the one that I'm thinking of came in and met with me and, and she had just been dropped off. And like I said, she got pregnant almost right away. Even somebody that has experienced that much trauma and that much rejection, really, because there was nobody that committed to be her family for her to immediately place her child above her own wants and needs and desires is so commendable. And so for all of the birth moms that are out there listening, what you're doing is amazing. And I know it can provide incredibly difficult moments um, when you, you know, are, are deciding if this is really the best choice and it can be very hard, but you're doing something bigger than you can ever imagine. When my birth mom placed me for adoption, it wasn't easy for her, but it enabled me to do what I do today. In so many ways, I celebrate my own birth mom this month. Because of her, I am who I am. And my adoptive family, it was like icing the cake. <laughs> we have a pregnancy crisis hotline available 24-7 by phone or text at 623-695-4112. Or you can reach us on our toll-free number 1-800-340-9665. We can make an immediate appointment with you to get you to a safe place, provide food and clothing, and help you get started on creating an Arizona adoption plan, or just give you more information. Check out our blogs on our website at azpregnancyhelp.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by looking for AZ Adopt Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to rate and review us on whatever platform you use to listen to us and tell your friends about us. Birth Mother Matters in Adoption was written and produced by Kelly Rourke Scary and edited by me. Thanks go out to Grapes for letting us use their song, I Don't Know, as our theme song. Join us next time on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption. For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Rains, and we'll see you then. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.